Okay, you guys are being recorded, but don't panic. <laughs> don't lose your don't use your last name if you want to stay anonymous. <laughs> uh, how are you guys doing today? Where is Good. everybody from? Give me some shout outs. Where are you guys from? California. I heard California. Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Michigan. California. California. I missed that one in the middle there. Oklahoma. Oklahoma. That's what I thought. I was going to say Omaha or something like that. I heard a Omaha. Omaha. Awesome. New Mexico. And New Arkansas. Mexico. Arkansas. Oh, we love Arkansas. <laughs> Washington State. Washington State, welcome. Thank you. We're all over the, the, the time zones for sure. <clears throat> it was one of those things when we were trying to decide what time to have it. It's kind of hard no matter where you go, no matter what time it is. Somebody has something going on. So I've learned over the years I should just do what works best for my family and uh, let everything else work itself out. So... Well, I am going to go over to Paris. I'm going to start. What I'm going to do, I don't know. And you can choose. I'm going to I'm going to periscope at the same time we do this. I'm like a one-man show over here. So I'm going to start the periscope. If you want to go over to periscope and listen, you can do that. And you can do it also on your desktop off of periscope. Um, you just find the link of the broadcast. If you're periscoping, you know how to get it. If not, I can tell you how. Um, you guys, you all have this. If you have questions for me, um, you're going to email to info at revelationwellness.org. Um, that will probably be the best way to get your question answered. I'll do my best to answer what we can in this time frame. If we can't, then I will also do my best to try and reply to you. It's just so hard. Here's what happens. My heart bleeds for this stuff, so any question I get I'll, I can turn it into a five-page book as I reply to you because it just <laughs> pours out of me. I'm like, i got to really work on succinctness and time management. <laughs> so I will do my best so, to reply to questions as I can. Um, good. A question just came in. Awesome. So info at revolutionwellness.org. Um, let me go over here and start this broadcast. Okay. Welcome to the replay viewers. We are just doing our clean hearting week one uh, Q&A. So you're welcome to come in. I think that I have disabled the chat for anyone. The chat's been disabled unless I'm following you, just because really I'm going to be answering questions over here on our conference call line. Um, but for those of you that are more visual, um, you, can, you can be here and hear the same call. So if you're inside the Clean Harding Challenge, you have received an email address that you know to email your questions to. And I'll be reading those off of my um, computer. I'll read those off my desktop. Um, I'll also be, like I said, if I don't get to all the questions, then I will try to reply throughout the day or so. Um, right now on the conference call, uh, can you get in the challenge? That was a question. Hi, Dale. It closed. Oh, it closed um, on September 1st, but Dale, I can maybe wink, wink, nudge, nudge you. As he, I don't know if you guys follow Dale, follow Faith and Health. He's an awesome um, pioneer. This Dale was here before I, I was doing it. So um, I'll see what I can do, Dale. Email me, Dale, info at relationwellness.org, and see if we can get you caught up. Thanks for the hearts, you guys. Um, okay, so what I am going to do, I'm going to go ahead and mute everyone just for sake of being on the call.
just to keep sound background noise to a minimum. Okay, awesome. All right, well, it is 11.01, and I want to use our time um, well. I don't know if people come on. Well, I have no idea how many are on the call. It's not we've ever, it's never, never about members anyways. There's one or more person are here. Power is in agreement, never in numbers. So we're happy that I have, I know I have a couple people here from all over the United States. Periscope, hang out. This is probably a long periscope, so you can come in and out as you want. I don't expect many people to watch the replay, but this will be recorded for those that are in the Clean Hearting Challenge. You will get this call um, sent to you through the email so you can listen to it and get, um, and you'll be able to fast forward and do whatever you'd like to with that. So allow me please to um, pray because we are nothing without that. There's just, you just don't pass go. It has to start there and there, uh, settle our hearts there and everything will be all right. So let me pray if you guys don't mind. So God, we just thank you for um, the people that are here, Periscope, on the conference call. God, thank you for ways to come together. God, we pray that you would be here. I just know you are. I know that we can be anywhere and use technology and use all these ways of connection, connecting and relationship to ask you to be the center of it. So we invite you here, God, as these brave souls, these pioneers, these um, courageous sojourners, God, um, throw down their weapons of the past and look for, look for you in, in this new land, in a promised land. God, we, we confess our fears. We confess uh, we're not certain. And, Lord, I just know that's where you show up. And so we're grateful that you want to take us off the hook. You hung so that we could be free. So, God, in fullness of measure, your freedom would be here and abound and your spirit to dwell. So we love you and we thank you for this this set time. And we believe it and, and accept it as revival, God, in heart, mind, soul, and strength. So thank you. Be here, be on my tongue, be um, in, and, um, in our thoughts. And also, God, any questions that, that people would be not held back by shame or fear and that we could be as honest as possible, God, because the church is not anything but honest. I don't know what else it can be, God. So help us to break free from secrecy and shame and guilt and fear. We want all that you have for us. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. Awesome. Okay. So we are day two in. You should have received your day two emails. If you haven't received, if you're behind on something, email support at revelationwellness.com and um, support revelationwellness.org. We're not .com. And they can get you caught up, okay? So this day, like I said, I kind of said it yesterday in Periscope, I need you all to be real patient about what am I supposed to eat? Like, okay, what am I supposed to do, right? Because we just kind of do that. Challenges, I started seeing so many fitness challenges out there. There's, there's so many all the time. And I almost kind of for a season, I'm like, I don't want anything to do with challenges. I just kind of backed away. And we have our own Bible study and our weight loss, I guess you could call program weight loss if need more. Uh, but it's an eight-week program and it's very intensive. Um, and I kept seeing all these different challenges. I'm like, oh, I just felt like, you know what, I, I want to do that or I, I want to get in, but I don't want it to become just more noise. And I heard the Lord say, get in there, go ahead, do do what we do and tailor it to 30 days. So this is a 30-day challenge. <laughs> it's not 30 days sleeping or comfort. It's supposed to be challenging. Now, you've all received your workout calendar, so you can see we're challenging you to six days of working out. Now, 
if you're a beginning workout person, we made sure that you have days that you're doing yoga and it's not high, high, high all the time. That's why there's a beginner calendar. So make sure, uh, and I want to say this too, I challenge you um, that if, if you just put it on, like cook breakfast and put it on. I just, I just want you, I have a feeling if you push play, you, I'm just praying that your spirit will get swept into it because we're kind of rebellious in a way. We go, oh, I don't want to. It hurts. I don't, I'll rather do something else. I want to, I want to challenge you. Just push play for the day. I want to see that you just push play. <laughs> Even if you watched it at the office. But uh, some people ask, can I continue to do my workouts at home? Can I, you know, I'm on a schedule. Can I continue that schedule? And to that question, I would challenge you again to go, is your schedule really comfortable? Is your schedule the thing that seems to be working? Um, because I think God would like to interrupt. And maybe one or two days of the week you can just try um, VIP TV, not because I think – I don't believe my workouts or our workouts are any better, but here's what I know what sets it apart. They are built on the Word of God. They are absolutely built on the Word of God. Um, so they're going to do something, I believe, different in your mind, in your heart, your soul, than just kind of going to the gym and going on a, on a run. Not to say God's not there, because I do that too. Um, but I, I, when I move my body, I, I want God's word to just be moving through me and pushing out, right? We're told it's a double-edged sword. It's alive and active. Double-edged sword means it cuts out the things that are in us. It will remove disease. It will remove infection. It removes it. And it defends against anything else that's coming against us. So it's a really you – just, you just can't get enough of it. So why not have it while you're working out? So that's why you'll see the workouts are challenging. The food, when we get there, which will be tomorrow, you're going to start to get the list tomorrow of the food that we're kind of saying, hey, for 30 days, can we say we're going to swim in this lane? We're going to go, God, I promise you it's going to be challenging. Um, there are going to be things that we're going to fast for 30 days in terms of um, elements of food. You're going to eat. And I think some of you are going to find you're eating more than you used to eat, but it's what you're eating. Uh, we want to return back to the heart of who God is and what he created for good. Um, there's been a lot of ways that our food has changed over the years, what we might call good, and not necessarily good. But as I said yesterday, if I'm stranded in the desert and have no food and I find a can of Pringles, I'm going to eat a can of Pringles. So this is not for us to become food snobs or rebellious against any system. Food, it's not about food, but the food is allowed to bring some stuff in us. Some of you, as I said, that are swimming in the lane need to get out of the lane. You have done nothing. Like when you get that food list tomorrow, if you open that up and you're like, yep, I, this is how I live. This, yep, I agree, Lisa. <laughs> well, I want to ask, are you free? Are you free? Do you, do you fear having a slice of pizza? Do you fear? Do you fear a sense of anxiety if you get outside of that lane? So this is equal opportunity for everybody to be uncomfortable inside or outside of um, what you're going to receive tomorrow in that food list. Um, today's teaching, hi, Amia. Today's teaching, day two, was really, again, we spent two days, and that's not much. I'm going to get right to it, but two days has to be God first. Seek first his kingdom. Seek first the kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. Now, if we really believed that, everyone, if we really exhaled on that for a second, what are we worried about? <laughs> what are we worried about? Like, he says what he means. Seek me, and all these things will work themselves out. But we live in a society that has so many ways to seek out resources, help, idea, Google. Um, I got all kinds of resources. And so it becomes less likely that I'm going to seek God first. 
I'll get around to it when I get around to it. So this is why today is paramount that we go, I'm going to seek him. This is the intention of my heart. No matter what the emails say to me in the next 30 days, I'm going to listen to what God has to say. But when he says seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, I found it interesting. I talked it in Periscope a little bit today. Periscope was kind of crazy. We pray for that. It went weird with my sound. So I think that the, the, the AV, the remedial AV demons were out today in the Periscope workout. Um, but that there is a righteousness that surpasses what we know righteousness to be. Because Jesus even says this early in chapter 5 of Matthew. He goes to the crowd and says that unless, let me read it, let me read it clearly, unless your righteousness exceeds, exceeds that of the scribes and the Pharisees, you will not enter the kingdom. Unless your righteousness, now righteousness is just a word of feeling, thinking, acting, and living as God would have you to live. It's like, it's downloading all that who God is into you. It means truthfulness. The word righteousness means truthfulness. So I said, there's reality, and then there's truth. There's reality. Reality happened. Whatever it is, you were teased for being overweight when you were young. You were the last one picked. Your husband left you for a younger woman. Whatever it is, it is that, that's reality. It happened. That is real. But there is a truth to that that supersedes reality, and that's in God's righteousness. That's something that God goes, I know that's broken, but if you could see my righteousness, I will make all things good. I will redeem everything. But the righteousness that Jesus says, I've come, it's a righteousness that's even greater than the Pharisees and the scribes. Now think about that for a second. The Pharisees and the scribes, they knew the law. They, under, they, they memorized. They practiced. They cleansed themselves. They washed themselves. They did all the rituals. And Jesus is going, nope, there's something even greater than that. So we kind of go, what? What is it then? Because we don't know. We've never been there before, God. But I love it. He sets it up all through the rest of the New Testament. He talks about Abraham in Romans 4, that Abraham believed and it was counted him as righteousness. His belief that God is who God says he was, or says he is, and that he could be trusted. And, and Abraham, was no, he had nothing behind him, no knowledge of, of even a God. His father was a pagan worshiper. But he had encountered God. So that's what I'm praying for in this 30-day challenge, you guys, that you would encounter God. Because information, we don't need more of it, but we need an encounter. So if you've already prayed and you're kind of going, all right, God, I'm going to seek you out. So it does put you in kind of some scary territory. I want to encourage you, well done, well done. And exhale, it's okay. Like, keep confessing your anxiety. Keep confessing it. Um. There was another, uh, one, more, one more statement. Actually, I'm going to get to some questions right now because that's what these calls are for. Um, but I think right now the common question that I'm getting, I'll read one of them because it, it, it kind of sums up, which it's a great question. Um, <laughs> hold on. Here it is. All right, I'm just going to read this. This is from a woman. She says, I too often feel like I'm on a cycle of failure. I let things slide until I get motivated to try again. Then I seem to not know how to be self-disciplined and grace-filled at the same time. So let's write those words. I hope you're taking notes. This is your, this is your journey. Journal out this journey. How to be self-disciplined and grace-filled at the same time. 
Isn't that true? That's it. If we could, those two things, if we're holding on to those two things, we're going to be balanced in terms of there are some things I need to say no to, there's some things I need to trust more and have the grace for it. And because it's easier for me to fear, amen, it's easier for me to fear than it is for me to trust this grace thing. So I don't really understand grace. Then I'm going to have to have my heart open for times that I just need more grace. I'm going to need to be grace-filled and not structured and holding on to my Pharisee scribe heart. So how do we self-discipline and grace-filled? So that was pretty much the gist of her question. I got about two more questions like that today. I was like, yep, that's thanks, God. Thanks for saying the same message to everyone. Um, is how do, What does it look like to be self-disciplined and grace-filled? I would actually say that's the kingdom. This is the thing that Jesus says that exceeds, that, the, that there is a righteousness, right? There's a, a way of life, a way of living that exceeds even this kind of earthly maintenance and behavior management, it is self-discipline and grace-filled. Because we participate with God. We kind of collate, we co-labor with him. And then we go, okay, there are things that I can't do. My legs are busted. So you're going to have to do it for me. And friends, he always does. But you've got to be willing to get become a risk taker. Be less of a rule keeper and become more of a risk taker in these 30 days. Can you write that down? I am going to be more of a risk taker than a rule keeper. Risk, already, listen, I know already, um, this is the hard, (laughs) what we do here is not the easy way. This is not the easy way. The easy way would be to not talk about your heart at all and just get on a plan and maybe sing some worship songs and kind of, you know, and, and like muster up some type of, falseness of facade to it, but we got to get after this is part of cleaning our hearts. So if it makes you afraid to, to take risk and to kind of step outside, perfect. That's exactly because we need to get after that thing. That's the part that's holding you up towards your free life. So you're in, you're, you're, he's setting you up. I say all the time, God, he is setting me up. He keeps setting me up. My circumstances, the things I keep trying, failing, and he's setting me up. So what does it look like to live self-disciplined and grace-filled? Well, first of all, first of all, we must remember that this righteousness that exceeds the one of law-keeping, it comes from knowing who you are. Like, you know, you are in relationship. You are the daughter of the king of the universe. You are the son of the king of all creation. That, That makes you royalty. You'd have to start there. Why else? I don't want to seek a master. I want to seek a father. Um, That took me a long time to get to that. So I feel first, first thing first is I'm a child before I'm a grown-up. I'm somebody's daughter before I'm somebody's wife or I'm somebody's best friend or I'm somebody's mom. I'm a daughter. I, I, I was created. I, you know, things happen so that I'm here. Because God chose so love the world, he still wanted you. So if we can really drill down into this identity place of who you are and knowing that you are so delighted in by God, so chosen by God, that your thighs have not failed you, that your body was not a mistake, that none of it, if we can start there, then we can start to build a foundation that builds out into all types of crazy places. So 
the self-discipline, we, let's not even work about I don't expect my three-year-old or my two-year-old or my six-month-old or my six-day-old to have self-discipline. They don't know anything. I, I, they, they need love. <laughs> and from love grows self-discipline. I want to please my mom. I want to please my father. It, so it has to go back to this really young place of knowing whose you are. Then self-discipline will come. Jesus even said, if you love me, you'll obey my commands. Now, he's not saying that, like, you know, if you really get this right, if you if just, would you love me already? Would you just stop it and just love me already? Because then, then you'll figure it out. No, no. He just says, hey, listen, just love me. And when you love me, and that is all, you can't, it's, love with him is not one way. If you, you love him, he's going to start loving you back. And when you receive that love, then you go, I, wanna, I just want to please God. I'm, I'm going to take a risk, and I hear God saying this, and I want to please him because when I please him, you see those hearts going up on Periscope? His heart lights up, and the hearts just start to fly up to him. And it's like you get, he, the kingdom gets more, and he starts pouring more into you, and that opens up a whole pathway to the kingdom and life of freedom here. Heaven comes to earth through that. So the first thing I want to encourage you guys, what, what does this look like? Is it's rooted in love. It, has, it starts in love, a love that chooses him over everything. I love that when Martha and Mary, right, and Martha's like, Jesus, why isn't Mary helping me? And, and Jesus says, Martha, Mary is choosing what's best. She is sitting at my feet. She's, this will be counted to her as righteousness. She's choosing me over her dishes over her time um, trying to even budget her, her calendar or her, all the things. Now, those are all good things, but they can never trump the God place in our heart. And then love also, we're talking about this self-discipline and grace. Listen, self-discipline, it comes out of a response to, I know God loves me, so he's calling me to trust him into something new. Um, Romans 4.17 says, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of eating and drinking, but of righteousness, righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Righteousness, that this is the one that exceeds just doing our law keeping, the one that exceeds just going to the gym, the one that exceeds trying to preserve my youth and my strength, the righteousness that exceeds that is filled with peace and joy. So when you ask, what does it look like to have self-discipline and be grace-filled, <laughs> you, you, enjoy, you enjoy your life. You, you, you have peace. You have um, a fruitfulness about you. And you start to believe who you are. And then you're so convinced about it. Then you want others to know who they are. You realize, have you ever, anyone ever seen the movie Buddy the Elf? That's a movie. Um, that's, he's so unoffendable and he knows of this kingdom like this place that he comes from he's like that's just reality you guys don't know about this like this type of spirit in you that you're just I'm going to love you what's your favorite color oh that's a great name like that type of you have encountered something that you just want the rest of the world to know and it comes from a self-discipline because if you let lies accusations fear doubt shame unbelief come in and take any part of your mind captive you start to lose that perspective of the kingdom and then you lose your self-discipline and you kind of go, oh, forget it. I'll just have whatever I want. Or, oh, I don't, God's grace is not sufficient. 
So I want to say this to all of you in this, and I think I might answer a lot of questions with this as we head out into week one, especially those heart questions. Is What does this look like? It looks like joy. <laughs> I want you to find your joy. If it's been a long time since you find you found your joy, ask God because that is the kingdom, this kingdom that exceeds. This religious people are not happy. They're quite bitter, and they're quite hard on themselves and everyone else. But people that are in the kingdom, find God, are quite fulfilled. Even when bad things happen, because they still believe God is good. And they have a righteousness of thinking, believing, a thought life and pattern of their heart that exceeds that of just the law. So that's why the clean eating challenge is we're going to use food, but it's not about the food. There's something greater that exceeds what God is doing through the food. So find your joy, friends. The word joy means, um, it comes from the Greek. Now get this, and then I'm going to go to more questions, but I really thought this is how self-discipline, grace-filled. What's that look like? Looks like joy. Uh, the word joy in the Greek means to rejoice, to be glad, and actually it breaks down into the same word as grace. Do you hear me? Joy, kaira, breaks down the root word into Cairo. The same word grace, kara, breaks down into Cairo. They're the same root word, joy and grace. Of course, because you've been given something. God knows your name, and you cannot outrun his love. So then he wants to be. He wants to be in relationship with you. He loves your body. He loves your marriage. He loves, and even though things have gone wrong, He's always for something greater. It's a matter of are we going to give in to that unbelief. But the word joy means to be glad, to rejoice, to be well and thrive. Joy is to be well and to thrive. Wellness it's right there. That's how you just know when you're around someone that's been around Jesus because they're free. I, I wore my She is Free shirt today uh, because that's truly what, Self-discipline and grace looks like, it looks like a man or a woman who is free and a man or a woman who fears less. They're fearless. They're fearless. They fear less. They're risk takers. doesn't mean you're not going to be afraid because you're going to be afraid. I'm going to be afraid every day. Fear is going to be around you. But you're going to fear less. You're going to be fearless. And you'll be a risk taker because you, you know freedom. You're like, I am not forfeiting my freedom to go back to get some type of um, number on a scale or fit into some outfit that I once had years ago. And what is it about, ladies, we're getting older. Embrace it, for God's sake. Embrace it. The kingdom needs to see women who get older. The younger girls need to see women who are aging in beauty and grace and becoming more filled with Jesus. I'd rather be around a woman who's 85 years old and wrinkled and who has been with Jesus than a woman who has preserved herself and went to surgery day after day after day to try and maintain some image. Amen? The world needs more of that. And that's a risk taker. That's a girl who is self-disciplined and filled by grace. Because it's a self-discipline to go, I'm not doing that. I'm not going to attack my and violate my design. I'm going to be grace-filled that God is who he says he is and I am not there's something else, I got another email about someone who was saying they were older. Like, how do I, I'm older and I tend to fall into this, forget it, kind of this, this passiveness of being older. First of all, that's the spirit of passivity. In the name of Jesus, we're going to pray that off. That's not of the kingdom at all. 
because the enemy works really hard to discriminate and disqualify. He'll do anything to discriminate. That's why comparison works really well, right? Because I'm not tall. I'm not blonde. I'm not this. I'm not that. So I'm, I'm, I'm discriminate myself from whatever the world says I'm supposed to be. So it's a discrimination. And then because of that, I'm disqualified. And those are both lies. Discrimination and disqualification do not work. All right, so let me move on to some more questions. I hope you, I just really need to see joy and grace. Joy and grace have to be happy. How do I, not happy, I mean, right? I don't have to be happy to have joy. That's a very different emotion. A joy is a certainty that God is in control and that he is good. Um, let's see, here's another question. Uh, Periscope, you guys, uh, it's just an app. You can go to your um store on your phone, you know, your app store, download Periscope. I wish I had a little picture of it. A little, it's blue with a little kind of like a drop the pin, you know, like a little like you are here thing. And you just download the app. Uh, you sign in with either a Twitter account. If you don't have a Twitter account, then you sign in with your phone number and let it upload. And then once you're in, um, hit the little bottom right people person. There's people. It's like three people. Just hit that. And then you get to search channels. And you can find Revelation Wallace and uh, Elisa Keaton there, and you can, um, I'll be teaching pretty much every day from their shorter teaching. These once-a-week calls will be anywhere from 30 to 60 minutes. Um, so that's what Periscope is. <clears throat> I feel like I'm winging it, uh, but I'm at work. With, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry in terms of Periscope. Periscope will stay up for 30 minutes or so. I'm sorry, 30 minutes. 24 hours. You can watch it in 24 hours. I have a question. Where do I get the 30-day calendar from? I have not received an email with the calendar uh, reference in the call today. Um, that should have come in your welcome email, so please email support at revelationlongs.org. They will get that to you. And that also should have got you into VIP TV as well. Uh, ne- <laughs> Look, I didn't read it. Never mind. I didn't see the attachments. See? Thanks, God. You're good. Don't worry about that one. Uh, okay, the source, Eating Clean Starter Guide, would this be, yes, someone asked about the, the resource. I think it would be valuable. I think you can get it for nine bucks right now over there um, because the information isn't earth shattering in any way, uh, but what you would know about clean eating, but there's some great um, recipes and some food planning that might help you because we are not going to give you a, here you go, do exactly this. We want you to exercise sound judgments. Also, not everyone can afford whatever we decide to put on a menu for that day. So we want you to do your best based on the the food list that we're going to give you tomorrow to start making things happen within a very simple way of looking at your plate. Um, It's called the four S's. And you'll find that out about day six, I think. Just simple. It's really, really simple. (laughs) I'm so grateful that the gospel is simple and all this. Let's just keep it really simple. It's, how, it's truly how I approach um, my day, my life, in terms of, of looking at a plate. So, yes, you can buy that. I think it would be a good resource if you want some help with how to structure, okay? Um, I think I hit on a lot of the questions that I was having. Did you guys, if you have any more, um, you can put them up on Periscope Land. I'm watching now. Um, I have you guys all muted on the conference call, so please just email in if you if I if something's coming to mind because I spoke on something, 
please bring it. Uh, it's called Female Fitness. Uh, hold on. Femalefitness.co. If you go to femalefitness.co, there's a um, a clean eating starter guide there, and it's like nine bucks. You can download it, and um, we're, we referenced it some throughout it because it was a good. Uh, I read through it, and I'm like, yeah, it's pretty good um, covering of of clean eating. Okay, cool. All right, people on conference call, I hope you're doing okay. I have muted you. I don't want to unmute you just based on any feedback that might be going on. I don't know how many people are on the call right now. I know that over 700 people signed up for this. So that's what I know. 700 people means that's a revival, that God is ready to do this thing with you. You must believe, and it will be counted to you as righteousness, and it will be a righteousness that exceeds your law-keeping, it will be a righteousness filled with joy and peace. And that is a woman or a man who is free or and fearless. Amen? Amen, all the people say. All right. Well, before we get off, if I don't have any more questions for this, this week, um, clean eating or clean hearting, I have <laughs> on Periscope, yeah, whoever gets the brown hearts. They're chocolate hearts. They're not poop hearts. They're chocolate hearts. Yes. Thanks, friend. Thank you. Um, I would like to practice with you guys. Uh, I'd like to practice finding your joy. Okay? I heard the Lord say this. Because here's what truly what happened today before this phone call for me. I was studying. I was reading all your um, – how can you connect with more people doing this is the question. While we're here on this channel, Periscope-wise, um, come on over. If you use um, Instagram or social media land, hashtag clean eating, you can find other people that are in the challenge in Instagram and Facebook, hashtag, I'm sorry, clean hearting, not eating, clean hearting. Um, you can find them there. Um, also, uh, through our website, we, you can sign up and we'll keep you connected. But also, most mostly, um, in Facebook, there are some groups that have formed as well called Clean Hearting. So if you Google search any of those, you can, might be able to pop in one. We're not running any, but we actually have some of our amazing Revelation Wellness instructors felt called to start some groups because they have their communities doing, doing this too. So we'd love to connect you. Uh, if you become a subscriber of VIP TV, then you get back in the group, and that's where a lot of great community happens all the time. Um, Okay, so like I said, I was studying and practicing, or kind of not studying, I was just preparing your questions, asking the Lord about that, um, about, you know, the, the self-discipline and grace build. And I'm, I'm studying, and then all of a sudden, yeah, I'll get to that question. Uh, all of a sudden, I'm, I'm studying, and I always have music playing in my office. I generally do. And um, I... A song came on that is super, Amia Freeman, you know, Do What Diddy came on, which is just a funky song. And I just started kind of dancing. All of a sudden, my creative juices started flowing. And I started like, oh, because I've been, I want to create a choreography song to that, or a fun song. And so I started dancing. Next thing you know, I'm totally like funking out. And I thought, what just happened? Wait, I was reading. And it's as if, I've said it before when Jesus says, you search the scriptures diligently looking for me, but you didn't just come to me. Listen, he's right here. He's really amazing. And, and, and like right here, the scriptures are to lead us to an encounter with him. So it was as if he totally interrupted me and like, come on, let's do that thing you do. Come on, let's do that thing. And I started 
dance around and go, oh, that's, that's, that's what happens when joy is available at all times, all the time. And worship is that access to joy. Um, now, I don't know. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do something right now. I've heard the Lord say I want to be practicing some, doing something. Uh, and I honestly, at first, I was like, no, God, that's kind of weird. And now I have learned through the years that I was afraid you would think I'm weird. So I'm like, okay, now I have to do it because that's fear. So wherever I have fear of man or fear of anyone, I just know, like, i got to go, especially if I've heard God go, I'd like you to do this. I'm like, no, that's kind of weird. Um, well, now i got to do it. But I want to practice with you finding joy. And I think maybe for you it isn't music. It could be um, nature. It could be painting. It could be reading poems. It could be um, going for a walk, be playing with your kids. It could be sitting quietly in a closet, locking your kids out. It could be any place that you find um, joy. Now, you see those hearts going up? Everyone do this. This is sign language for joy. That's the sign language for the word joy. Again, righteousness that exceeds that of the Pharisees is, has joy in it. So I love this sign language because it looks like the hearts that go up. Like it's just kind of the stirring up, stirring up of the affections that you have for the Father, for the things that are out of this world. Those hearts just go up into the atmosphere. It's what praise will do because true worshipers worship him in spirit and in truth, and the spirit always the spirit moved me from studying and reading to, and then next thing I know, I was just moving around like a crazy person, right? The spirit moves. But the truth is God's like, yeah, I'm pleased with that. I love that. I love it when, you, when you're open to come to me and not, no, God, I need to do this right now. This is what I'm doing right now. We're really working on our diet this month, God. Let's, let's buckle down. We can't have time to interrupt. Don't interrupt my workout. Don't interrupt God's, God's plan. People of the righteousness that exceeds the Pharisees are interruptible, they're unoffendable. And I also love, by the way, that word joy means salutations. Like, and I thought, what is that? You know, people that are joy-filled, they say hello. <laughs> they're not about themselves. They're always looking for other people. Hello, they wave. Hi, I see you. Hello. I love that. So Buddy the Elf again, right? Like, hi, what's your name? Those are joy-filled people, and joy-filled people have, are living in the kingdom because they see beyond their reality. They live in the truthfulness that exceeds the reality of calories in, calories out, what body shape, oh, the thigh gap is in, oh, no, the thigh gap is out. Wait, teeth gap is in, oh, tooth gap is out. Okay, hair short, hair long, highlights, oh, what, uh, ombre, no, no ombre, right? They know there's a reality, nothing wrong with all that, but if I'm obsessed with that, I'm not open to the truthfulness of the kingdom, which is always greater. All right, so here we go. Wait, I think I have one more. Can you push it with your husband? Nope, that is not for me. No question there. So here's what I'd like to do. I'm going to put some um, music on. It's like a three-minute song. And I hope you can hear it. If you can, great. If not, you can. And I want you to try. If you can, get away. Lock your kids out for a second. They'll be okay. In the name of Jesus, they'll be okay. <laughs> we just blessings over homes, God. We just want to come to you. Um, and for three minutes, you're just going to sit, and I want you to envision those hearts. And even if you do this, just to turn up your joy and to set your eyes on something greater than here. In my cat in a parking lot. In my cat. I think you mean car. Okay. <laughs> I don't know about being in a cat, but okay. I don't want to judge. Um, 
hold the door. All right. So just close your eyes. I want you to breathe. I just say that one four four statements that are so true and it sets the intention for this entire challenge he's wonderful he's beautiful he's glorious and he's matchless in every way so he's better than food he's better than drink he's better than your body that's why he would say don't worry about that I'm better I'm greater 
So when you feel challenged, friends, when you go, this, I don't know if it's working, and you're tempted to turn back, I want you just, I love Periscope with those hearts. I want you to just turn up your heart. I want you to turn up your joy. So I'm going to pray right now for all of us. I'm going to pray that we can find, yeah, the title and the artist, it's called Here in Your Presence, and it's by New Life Worship. So it's a great, great song. I feel like it's like the anthem song for this clean hearting challenge um, because it's about worship. It's about worship. Like we, we, you want to become a worshiper. You're here because you're a worshiper, and worshipers are free, and worshipers have joy, and worshipers have hope, and worshipers cannot be contained. This world cannot contain a worshiper, a true worshiper, a worshiper in truth, self-discipline, and spirit, grace-filled. Um, you just can't. Yeah, why don't you guys go ahead as I pray, pray against unworthiness, absolutely. Feel free on Periscope. Feel free um, I'm going to unmute on phone right now for those that are here, and uh, I'm going to – so you guys are all unmuted on conference call. I'd love to hear any words that we need to pray against, so words that we're breaking off. One is unworthiness. Anyone else? You can just speak them out. Fear. Fear. Pride. Pride. Yes. Shame. Yes. Rejection. Yes. Self righteousness. Yeah. Self righteousness. Distraction. Yeah. Confusion. Amen. Yeah. Skepticism. Expectations. Yeah. yeah, even healthy distractions. Yep, I got that one. Okay. Okay, I'm going to mute the phone again, busyness. Um, and I'm also going to leave room inside the prayer. We're all muted, so you're not going to hear each other. Just a moment that I want you to just pray out loud. We're in agreement with you. Like we're just in Africa, they call it popcorn prayer. They really, they just all pray over each other and they just keep praying and saying words until the spirit kind of moves. So I will do that too. I would encourage you, whether you're at work, you're at the grocery store, whatever, just even if you say beautiful, wonderful, glorious, worthy are you, God, beautiful, wonderful, whatever, find something that you're going to stir up and throw into the pot. Okay, let me mute the phone again. Okay, great. All right, pray for the Holy Spirit to come first. Amen. Holy Spirit, come. Okay. All right. Here we go. Let's pray. Mm. Big breath, everyone. Big breath. Abba, Father, we need you. We need you. We're so grateful you hear us. We're grateful that you have not turned your ear or your face away from us. God, we thank you for your long arm that has saved us. And it's a strong grip and a firm grip that you have on our hearts. God, we thank you that you called us here for this time. We thank you, God, that it is by your power and not by our might that we will be set free, God. 
we're asking for the fullness of the Holy Spirit to come infiltrate our minds, God. Clear house, take back territory, God. We pray that you do things in our dreams, that you would do things at night, that you would bring things to mind for us that need healing, God, forgiveness, places in us that have been long devastated. God, that we don't even have to figure it out, that we just want you to do the work. God, help us that when we are feeling our feelings, that we would just feel them and not believe them. God, that we can, with every hard moment, with every anxious moment, that we can turn them over to you and begin to worship you in a heart of joy, a heart of praise, a heart that you're doing something, God. We don't have to understand it to believe that you are healing us, that you are giving us beauty for ashes. So, God, right now, we thank you that you tell Peter that on this rock you'll build your church and that we will bind up things um, of the earth and we will loosen things of the kingdom. So right now, in the name of Jesus, we bind up unworthiness. I would love for you guys to say, after I say the word unworthiness, you just say, in the name of Jesus. So we're all taking authority over it. We're all stepping, going, yep, we're putting it under our feet. And it's the name of Jesus that breaks every chain. Amen? So it's not some fancy prayer, hocus pocus, and we say the right words. It's the name Jesus that has already conquered these spirits that have roamed the earth and continue to roam the earth. So the spirit of unworthiness, we cast you down in the name of Jesus. The spirit of fear, we cast you down in the name of Jesus. The spirit of pride, we cast you down in the name of Jesus. Shame, we cast you down in the name of Jesus. The spirit of death, we cast you down in the name of Jesus. The spirit of rejection, we cast you down in the name of Jesus. The spirit of self-righteousness, we cast you down in the name of Jesus. The spirit of unbelief, in the name of Jesus. The spirit of greed, in the name of Jesus. The spirit of distraction, in the name of Jesus. The spirit of confusion, in the name of Jesus. The spirit of skepticism, in the name of Jesus. The spirit of expectation, in the name of Jesus. The spirit of busyness, in the name of Jesus. And the spirit of overwhelm, in the name of Jesus. And now, God, we all just quietly and openly use our mouths and confess the other things, God, the things that we are afraid of. I pray right now, God, that you are, all of you that are listening would just confess out loud to God what you are afraid of um, and cast it down. So go ahead. Yeah, so Holy Spirit, you are welcome here. I love you. Thank you that you pick up all the pieces. Nothing's wasted. Nothing, nothing gets wasted. The Holy Spirit picks it all up and disposes of things to be disposed of and puts back together the broken pieces of our life. So we thank you for the work that you do. God, um, pray that you would open our hearts and minds and eyes and the deepest part of our root system of belief to know who you are, to know you, to know your love for us, that it would just be planted in each seed that hears this call. Everyone on this periscope, anyone that hears this voice right now, 
they would know that the seed of love is planted so deeply in their hearts that over the next 30 days, it will bloom in the name of Jesus, that it will bloom and nobody here will ever be the same again. This is your time. Have you not spoken? We count on you. We are so grateful that this is your battle to fight. We're grateful that you destroy our enemies. We only drive out. So we drive them out right now. We're so grateful for the clean, open land which we stand on. Continue to clean our hearts out and prepare us for the days ahead. We love you. We thank you. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. much you're so welcome so much we'll see you tomorrow in, in email land and on periscope go over to elisa keaton tomorrow i'll be over there doing about a 10 to 20 minute teaching just to keep us all going after hard after the lord chasing after the lord okay bye you guys bless you bye-bye bye 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 well, can you can you follow up with Jamie to see if she got an updated schedule? Because that piece schedule that we have loaded is not. So I am having. I think I have having to just remove them all because they're not valid. A lot of ultrasounds and MRIs and X-rays that have been reversed. So in that. So I don't think that covers all codes. That's just the allocation
so I might be able to talk He can probably hear me. So. Okay. All right, honey. If you have any questions, don't hesitate to call. You're very welcome. Have a great day. Bye bye. Yes. Yeah. Is this you and me? Is this you and me?